your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Alex Ferrario, that's Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are broadcasting live from the E&B Granite Studio at the Centene Community Ice Center. And right now, we are very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by former Angels and Tigers manager Brad Osmus joining us here on the show. Brad, we always appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay, and uh, my pleasure. Absolutely. So we're happy to have you on after the news yesterday that was pretty stunning here in St. Louis that the Angels have decided to designate Albert Pujols for assignment. I guess my first question to you, Brad, is the obvious. What was your reaction when you first heard the news? Well, I, I mean, clearly when a player of Albert's stature is designated for assignment, it's a shock. I mean, you just don't expect that kind of unceremonious um goodbye you, you know you know usually there's some type of pomp and circumstance or uh, some type of tribute uh to a guy who has had the type of career that albert has so brad i'm curious more so from your time as a manager with Pujols, because you had a uh, a long career going up against the man when you played with houston and of course the uh, battles between the cardinals and the astros what was that like for you when you came in as a manager back in, I believe, 2019, and Albert Pujols was on that roster? Well, you know, I, my history with Albert, like you mentioned, goes back to our playing days when, when the Astros and the, and the Cardinals had that tremendous kind of respectful, semi-friendly rivalry um, for, you know, roughly about 10 years, maybe 8 to 10 years. And um, Albert was was the single best for me, the best player in the game, certainly the best right-handed hitter. I know people, you can make the argument Barry Bonds is better, and you could debate that uh, on a number of levels. But Albert, even as a young player, just uh, making the team out of spring training, uh, instantly became the thunder in the lineup and really the thunder in the National League, quite frankly, in the National League Central. So my history goes back a long ways with him. We had a, a very good relationship as uh, – adversaries and we had a very good relationship the one year I was in Anaheim he's uh he's exactly what he seems like he's a very hard-working professional intelligent baseball player and obviously you could speak for for a longer time on what he does off the field that season Brad did you see things start to to trend downward for Albert Pujols I mean obviously you're never going to be the same player that you were when you were in your mid-20s and early early 30s but did you see a difference in his game or the way that he prepped for his games well I think he, he continued to prep the exact same way and that's to his his credit because he was very consistent with his prep work 
Um, and he kept himself in good shape. But unfortunately, as we get older, and I saw this also the prior year, 2018, as a special assistant with the Angels before taking over as a manager, um, that he just wasn't, from a, a physical standpoint, the same guy that I played against when he was with the Cardinals. You know, he, he had had the plantar fasciitis problem with his feet, and he had trouble moving uh, compared to to what he was when he was younger. Uh, in fact, when I took over as a manager, I had a discussion with him in spring training about him not playing as much um, because uh, we felt like we'd get more production out of him if he had regular rest. And, you know, Albert, being Albert, wanted to play. He wants to be in the lineup, but he, uh, he, he didn't fight me on it. Um, and truthfully, because of all the injuries, he ended up playing a lot more than we planned on and drove in 90-something runs that year. So I'm curious, Brad, when you have a guy like that, and you mentioned you know, the, the difficulties of having the everyday opportunities for him, how tough is it to manage a guy that is, as you mentioned, one of the best hitters that we've ever seen, certainly for his 10-year stretch here in St. Louis, one of the best 10-year runs we've ever seen by a player ever. How difficult is it to manage that aging superstar the way that you did in 2019? Well, a lot of it depends on the on the player. You know, I don't. I was, certainly was not the caliber of player of Albert, but I remember the last three or four years of my career, uh, I kind of embraced that role of being the backup catcher, playing once or twice a week, uh, and working with the younger catchers, whether it was J.R. Tolles in Houston or, or Russ Martin, A.J. Ellis with Los Angeles Dodgers in the last couple of years. Uh, it really boils down to what the player wants. I, you know, if the player thinks that he's the same player he was at 25, then there's probably going to be a bit of a clash. If the player understands that he's aging and he can still contribute, but maybe on a more limited basis, then it probably is a very smooth transition. And obviously none of us are Albert Pujols, Brad, so it's hard to put ourselves into that situation. But going into a situation like this where Albert's only been a free agent one other time in his life, and it was when he signed that massive deal with the Angels, uh, from a former player's perspective, how difficult is that to come to terms with, okay, if I want to still play where I feel like I can play, I do have to take a reduced role? Yeah, and I think you know, I think teams are probably a lot more open to bringing players like that on board uh, as role players because they do have a lot of experience. You know, I think if, if a team uh, considers adding Albert to their big league roster now, I think it's going to be in a reduced role. You come off the bench, you play against some lefties uh, at first base, maybe DH here and there with an American League club. Um, I think, I think, you know, as you age, you have to embrace those things because your, your body just doesn't respond the way it did 10, 15 years ago. And, uh, you know, I think with the training that goes on nowadays, bodies can last a little longer, but, uh, when you're, when you get into your early forties, um, you're just not the same athletic player you were. Brett Osmus, former Angels and Tigers manager, joining us here on 101 ESPN. He was on those Astros team in the early 2000s that, as he mentioned, had that rivalry with the Cardinals, all-star catcher and a three-time gold glover. Uh, Brad, you saw what the love affair was basically between Albert and St. Louis whenever they returned back to St. Louis and Albert hit the home run and the standing ovations and everything. Uh, What do you think it would be like in a hypothetical scenario where the Cardinals were able to bring Albert back for the rest of this season? What do you think that would be like both for him and for the city to be able to have that one last run together? Well, first, on the, uh, you know, I was managing when, when Albert returned to St. Louis for that series, the mm-hmm. first time he returned since signing with the Angels. That was, 
one of the most special moments I've seen on a, on a big league baseball field, just that entire series, the same. I mean, I've known um, the St. Louis fans were tremendously respectful because of my years playing against them as an Astro, uh, a great place to play great baseball fans. And they treated Albert like I would have expected standing ovations, uh, you know, Yachty, give him a little, a little hug at home plate. It, it was, it was uh, and then him for him to hit a home run. It just was, uh, it was a, a a, a tremendous series to be part of. And it was a special moment um, in a big league stadium that I are, is, I won't say unmatched, but hard to match. So Brian, um, when, oh, sorry, go ahead. Keep going. But but I was going to say with St. Louis, you know, it, it, that's a tough situation. I'm not that I'm not familiar enough with the, the St. Louis roster, but listen, the St. Louis Cardinals are trying to win the division. And that boils down to will Albert Pujols help them win the division. So you obviously have seen Pujols recently. You've worked with Pujols recently. You've managed him recently, Brad. Can you see a guy like Albert Pujols be willing to accept a, a, a lower role of being a bench bat rather than an everyday first baseman? Yeah, I think he would. I mean, my guess is he would. I don't know. Obviously, I haven't talked to Albert. Uh, I haven't been in touch with Albert probably since last summer during the season. Um, but I think he would, I, I, you know, I think he, the one thing I'll say about Albert, he's, he's an extremely smart baseball player. You know, he, he did slow down, um, but he still stole an occasional base when they didn't pay attention to him. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about Albert is with all this shifting going on and the, and the drive to hit home runs and, and slugging and OPS, you put a runner on second base and you shift on Albert Pujols, he's going to shoot a ground ball single to the right side. Cause he's going to take the run. And guess what? You need runs to beat the team on the other side. So uh, he does have a lot to offer as a player in a role on a team with young with with young people that has a chance to compete. The other thing that I love, and we were looking at some of the numbers yesterday, Brad, is even to this day, he has still never struck out more than 100 times in a single season. <laughs> and it's just like he, he is such a throwback player in so many different ways. And I know the walk numbers aren't there the way that they once were, but for him to never strike out 100 times in a season, even at this advanced age, is amazing. It really is. He does. He has a tremendous knack for putting the barrel of the bat on the ball. And he's, uh, he was, it was fun playing against those Cardinal teams, uh, with him on it. And, uh, you know, Jim Edmonds did almost as much damage as Albert against us, but I, I saw my fair share of Albert and, you know, Albert were even hit and run. He, you know, here's one of the best hitters in the game. Not many teams are hit and running at all. Albert would hit and run with Tony as the, as the manager, Albert and he, he had signs and he'd hit and run and, and get guys moving and he'd shoot the ball to the right side. He, he just, he's just an intelligent, well-prepared baseball player, even to this day. Final question that I've got for you is we're talking with Brad Osmus, former Angels and Tigers manager and a catcher for the Astros for so many years in those early 2000s. Uh, I wanted to ask you about that 2005 NLCS. And of course, uh, we heard from Tim Kirkchen earlier today on the station. He said that uh, the best moment that he can recall from Albert was that home run that he hit off of Brad Lidge, and he feels like it's still out in outer space somewhere. What was that like from your perspective? Take us back to that moment, if you could. Uh, what, what was that moment like for you? Well, you know, it's funny. is Somebody sent me the little clip just, you know, after the news broke about Albert uh, being designated, send me a clip from uh, the home run, and – this is exactly what my response was at the time. If you watch the clip before Albert even leaves the batter's box, I'm turning to the umpire for a new ball. 
<laughs> so <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't take long. <laughs> it, was that the home run off of Brad Lidge, yeah. I'm assuming? Yeah. Yes, yes. That's a that's a jerk move to send you that video, Brad. Like, what are they doing to you? <laughs> they just said could, they said, could you at least wait for him to get out of the box before he asked for a new ball? <laughs> <laughs> is that about as hard of a hit ball as you've ever seen? Uh yeah, it is because you know as as far as far as it was hit, it was actually kind of a line drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't a, it wasn't like a deep fly ball. It was kind of a line drive. I won't say it was still going up, but it was in no rush to come down. Hey, Brad, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much for hopping on with us today. All the best to you and yours, and hopefully we'll talk with you again soon. All right, guys. My pleasure.